You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, we are here. We are here. I am so glad to be back. I, I can't even tell you uh, my apologies for missing last week, but thanks to Legendary Day for filling in for me. Uh, but uh, we are back this weekend. We've got lots and lots to get to. Um, I, I want to get right to things today. So it's going to be a fast movie show. So, um, you know, sit back, hold on, and, and uh, you're going to want to listen really close. Um, we, well, let me do this. Let me do this. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, so, again, <clears throat> it's great to be back. We have a lot to get to. Um, I, there, there's so much craziness going on out there and so much misinformation, and, and there's a lot of anger out there. And I'm going to get to a lot of that, folks, because we have to put – we have to put all this behind us because we've got a Senate race in Georgia, and if we lose it, and what I mean by that, if we, the conservative side, the Trump voter, the Republicans, the establishment, whatever you want to call it, um, we have to have Senator Purdue and Senator Leffler go back to the Senate. Uh, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you're a libertarian out there, uh, these two have to go back to the Senate. We cannot afford to give the Democrats the House, the Senate and the presidency. We just can't afford to do it. If you are a gun owner out there and you vote Democrat, if you're a gun owner out there and you voted Democrat for Biden because your little feelings got hurt by President Trump, well, then you better reassess your voting trend because if you vote for Warnock and Ossoff, uh, you can kiss your guns goodbye. They're going to come after your guns, and this is not hyperbole. And don't sit there and tell me that, oh, they're not going to come find mine. They're not going to get mine. You know what? Maybe, maybe you want a new gun. Maybe you need a new gun or, or, or somewhere down the road some your family member is going to need a gun. If these bozos get control, they're going to enact some crazy taxes and other regulations to make it prohibitive for you to get a gun or a weapon or anything else that you might want to use to protect yourself and, and you know, to actually exercise your second, your God-given Second Amendment right. So, um we're going to get to that today. Um, coming up after the first segment, you guys are really going to want to tune in because I have the Georgia GOP chairman, David Schaefer. He will be calling in today, and we're going to break down uh, the importance of voting for Purdue and Leffler. And I'm going to, ask, you know, I, I'm going to ask David. Look, it's on point with Victor. This is the show of common sense. It's the show of logic. Uh, it's the show of truths. Uh, I, I don't sugarcoat, and I'm not going to hide anything. And uh, you guys know I'm no friend to the. Establishment Republican Party, uh, but it, it I, it's great to have David on today because I'm going to be able to ask him some questions, and when we're really going to focus on the Leffler and the Purdue, and why we must come together, uh, whether you're a libertarian, a gun-owning Democrat, a um, Republican, an establishment Republican, whatever you are, uh, the Trump voter, because look, folks, there is a difference between the Trump voter and the establishment Republicans. Um, I consider myself a Trump voter. I consider myself part of the MAGA movement. I do not consider myself an establishment Republican, but uh, and I also consider myself more of a libertarian. But we must come together in Georgia because we've got to vote for Purdue and Leffler, and we've got to do it as a team. We cannot be fighting with each other. So we're we're going to talk to David Schaefer about that. So so you're going to want to hear that. Um, 
But before I get into everything, let me let me let me do this real quick. Let me get to this. You guys know that I'm a motorcycle enthusiast and I love my motorcycle. And lucky for me, my better half um, it encourages me to go on rides. She understands that my motorcycle is my therapy. Uh, those of you guys who know me, you know that I don't drink, I don't do drugs, never have, I've never drank either. Uh, but my adrenaline is motorcycle riding. My my uh, therapy <laughs> uh, to get away and escape from politics and and all the crazy. That's, that's going on uh, is a motorcycle and uh so I, I went riding this last weekend. We had a great day in Georgia, and I went with some friends. And, and I've got to say, folks, we came across, and I want to tell you about a place called Pops Coffee Company. My friends and I went for a good ride, and we stopped. And this new place, it's only been open for about three weeks, and uh, it's called Pops Coffee Company. So if you're a coffee drinker, uh, you're going to love this place. They had coffee from Mexico, Guatemala, I think from some other parts of the country. Um, they've got food. And, and for non-coffee drinkers, they've got uh, hot chocolate. They've got uh, uh, teas. They've got flavored hot chocolate. Uh, just a really, really cool environment. And they've got a great patio, garage doors that open up. So the inside basically becomes one big patio. Um, you can sit inside or outside, get the fresh air, get your coffee, get your fresh tea, get fresh pastries. Uh, it's just a really, really cool place. And right next to it, well, actually part of Pop's uh, Coffee Company is Pop's Garage where they uh, fabricate motorcycles. I, I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's such an awesome place. It's fantastic. So if you are in Georgia, uh, you make it an appointment. Make it, make, make it on your, put it on your list to go visit uh, Pop's Coffee Garage. It's uh, in Roswell, Georgia, off of Highway 9. So uh, treat yourself to that. You're going to enjoy it. So uh, take it from me. Uh, hey, go in there and tell them that uh, On Point with Victor sent you. Uh, they may not kick you out if you do that. I, I don't know. Then again, they might. So, <laughs> so anyway, all right. I want to, let me speak directly uh, to the Trump voter and the Trump movement right now, just for a second, uh, because there, there's something crazy going. On. You know, I've been, I've been trying to analyze now for for a couple of weeks. Well, ever since the election, but, but probably a week after the election, I started seeing something brewing in Georgia. Um, basically, since we saw that we were going to have a runoff, we saw that we were going to have a Senate runoff for David Perdue and a runoff for Kelly Loeffler. And I kind of saw something happening where we've got the establishment GOP, the establishment Republicans, who were never friends to Trump. Not not all of them, folks, but most of them are not friends to Trump. A lot of the never-Trumpers were establishment or are establishment Republicans. They want the... They want their playground back. And I'm afraid in Georgia that I'm seeing the same thing. There are never Trumpers in Georgia. There are establishment Republicans in Georgia for one reason or another didn't vote for Trump in November. Um, some of them didn't even go to the polls. And now I'm seeing it, this battle break out to where the establishment Republicans want to blame Kemp and 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 uh, Brad Rasselsberger and, and Kemp blames Rasselsberger and Rasselsberger may blame the Republicans and uh, and then they all want to blame the Trump voter and the Trump movement and the Democrats are loving this. Understand me, folks. The Democrats are loving this fighting going on in Georgia right now, so much so that they've got billboards out saying the election was stolen. We're just going to steal the Senate election, so don't vote. You've got Democrats telling you not to vote. You've got... 
people within the Trump movement telling you not to vote. Um, you, you've got establishment people telling you not to vote. Folks, sit, take a step back and understand. If you do not vote, you lose 100% of the time. Let me repeat that. If you sit on the sidelines and you don't vote because your panties are in a wad <laughs> or because you're so angry or because you're mad at that establishment or you're mad at that Trump vote or whatever the reason is, if you don't vote, you will lose 100% of the time. Guaranteed. I, I understand that we had fraud in Georgia. I'm going to bring it up with David Schaefer. We we know that inmates in Georgia. Look, I follow the sheriff race in DeKalb County very closely because a dear friend of mine has been running for for to be to become sheriff. And at some point, God willing, he will win because DeKalb County needs him. Um, but but I know through my experience with him and looking in and, and running myself into Cab County that inmates are voting and they're voting illegally. We know that happens. It needs to stop. So don't misunderstand me. Uh, I, I am part of the Trump movement, part of the MAGA movement, and I am angry with the fraud, but I'm also understand and I've looked at the data and this is where you've got to take, look, I tell Democrats all the time, you've got to leave your emotions and your feelings at, on the table. Uh, 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 you got to leave them behind. And now we've got Republican voters and Trump voters who are letting their emotions get the best of them and it's got to stop. And if you look at the data in Georgia, it was a turnout problem uh, that that cost Trump Georgia. Now, we've got to get those voters out. Now, I am not saying there wasn't fraud because there was fraud. But what I am saying, and I've been saying for for years, is turnout, overwhelming turnout will defeat fraud. It will, folks. And in Georgia, we didn't have the overwhelming turnout. We had too many people sit on the sidelines and in November, and they can't do that now. So now we've got this fighting. We've got a lot of emotions going around. And, the, and folks, let me tell you, when if you're a Republican, a Libertarian, or a Trump voter out there, and you're letting your emotions get the best of you, the Democrats are loving it, and the Democrats are going to win, and they think they're going to capitalize on it. Or they're winning by, 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 by us letting our emotions get the best of us. So listen to me, listen to me close. We've got to let the emotions go. We will deal with the fraud. We, through our votes, can demand that the legislature for Georgia deal with the fraud. We can do that. Okay? Our voices and our vote, we can do that in Georgia. But we must not lose the Senate. So we can't let our anger make us sit on the sidelines and not vote. Because like I said, if you don't vote, you lose 100% of the time. If we all go out and vote, if every Republican goes votes, I don't care if you do an absentee ballot or if you vote early or if you vote on election day. Every Republican's got to go vote. Every Trump voter, listen to me, because I'm one of you. Uh, I think Trump is the best thing that happened to Washington uh, in a long, long, probably since Ronald Reagan. Um, I, 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 I am saddened that we don't have another four years of Trump coming up um, for for uh, you know the next four years. Uh, it saddens me. If any president ever deserved re-election, it was President Donald J. Trump. But right now, we've got to worry about David Perdue, and we've got to worry about Kelly Loeffler. So as a Trump voter, I am proud. I am proud to pick up the MAGA banter, that MAGA flag, 
the the Trump legacy. I am proud to go vote for the Trump legacy. And the only way I can do that is to go vote for David Perdue and for Kelly Loeffler. Because if we lose those two Senate seats, then we lose control of the Senate. And if we lose control of the Senate, then Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden, and AOC, and Sanders are going to run the agenda. And they're going to take Biden as far left as they can get him. That means they're going to come for your guns. They're going to come for your, uh, your wallets. They're coming for everything, even your vehicles. Uh, and I'm going to get to that later. But we have to come together and vote. Again, if you're a Democrat gun owner, you better be voting for Purdue and for Leffler. If you're a Trump voter and you want the MAGA to continue, you want the Trump legacy to continue, you have to vote for Kelly and you have to vote for David Purdue. Kelly Leffler, David Purdue. Because if you don't, the Democrats, are, Joe Biden has already, there's a leaked video out. You can go find it. It came out last, yesterday or this morning. Joe Biden is out there telling the wacko left that he will undo every one of Trump's initiative through executive fiat, which means everything, every regulation that Trump pulled away and got rid of by executive order, Biden can come along and put those back by executive order. He is promising to do that. And then he is promising to come after your guns. It has been leaked out in video. I am not making this up. This is not hyperbole. Biden is coming for your guns. But he can't do it without control of the Senate. So we cannot give him control of the Senate. And do not think for a second that there's any moderate Democrats, Joe Manchin included, that are going to save your guns. It isn't going to happen. All right, folks, we're going to go to our first break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to go to, uh, we'll probably have our guest David Schaefer on, and we're going to get into some more things about David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. So you guys hang tight. We will be right back. This is America's Web Radio on point with Victor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Hal. Every week, we come to you with the information that you need so that you will be prepared to advocate for your family and for yourselves when it comes to your health care. God forbid we get Ossoff and Warnock in the Senate, and the left gets what they want, which is a majority in Congress and the White House. First of all, health care will be more expensive. There initially will be a public option. The government will run it. They will be initially very inexpensive, and it will drive commercial payers out of the health care market. Then the choices will disappear. The only insurer out there will be the federal government, and that's when we get a single payer. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. 
So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. All right. Look, I, I, look, folks, let me go ahead and tell you this. You know, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And we can't afford to lose control of the Senate. I, I mean, I, I want you to think about what's going to happen if, if the Democrats control the executive branch and control all of the legislative branch. I mean, folks, it's just, it's, it's not going to be good. It, and you know, a lot of the voters out there, according to the exit polling data, which I really don't like to talk about, um, but if I did talk about it, you know, some of the polling exit data or exit polling data had said a lot of you voters out there, Democrats and Republicans, said that you love divided government. Well, if you really love divided government, then you better prove it on January 5th. Because you better vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. Because if you don't, then that means the, the the Democrats are going to control the executive branch and this legislative branch. And you've got to ask yourself, do you want an elitist like Pelosi uh, calling all the shots and an elitist like uh, Schumer calling all the shots? Uh, do you, do you want Biden, the man who's gotten rich off of China? I mean, China is about to eat our lunch again, folks. And I, I don't even want to get in. I didn't even really plan to get in on to this today. But my goodness, if if uh, if the things that are coming out and, and you know what, my, since I brought this up about the, the China and Trump, uh, sorry, and uh, Biden and Hunter Biden. Folks, the stuff that's about to come out with Hunter Biden, and and this isn't the Republicans putting this out. You know, months ago, I, I, I on this show, I told you, and I think I predicted that it would be the Democrats that would start leaking out information about Hunter Biden. Uh, you know, uh, during before the election, the media did everything they could to to hide the Hunter Biden story from you the Hunter Biden laptop all his associations and business dealings with the Ukraine his business dealings with China they went out of their way to hide that but then i told you if Biden wins then you're going to start seeing the Democrats leaking out information about Hunter Biden. And then suddenly CNN, MSNBC, PBS, ABC, CBS, NBC, all of them would suddenly, oh, look, there's a Hunter Biden story. Oh, look, Hunter Biden's under investigation. Oh, look, Hunter Biden got some money from China. Oh, look, it looks like Joe Biden was also in on this deal. All of that's coming to come out, folks. I'll tell you one thing I was wrong. I didn't think it would come out this early. Um, I thought it would come out 
I thought they would at least wait six months and give Biden a chance to get in there and get settled before they started taking him out. But it's already starting. Uh, look, the Kamala team, uh, Kami Harris, I mean Kamala Harris, and uh, Sanders and the rest of the, the, the wacko radical left, including Pelosi and Schumer and the, the whole lot of them. They want Biden out, and they want him out pretty fast. They want to get Harris, uh, Kamala Harris. They want to get her in so that she can be the incumbent when 2024 gets here. Um, they're not wasting any time, folks. So don't think that the, that, the, the, that CNN or MSNBC and these people just suddenly found their journalistic integrity because they didn't. What's happening is the Democrat Party, the radical part of the party, which controls that party, is starting to leak out information. They're giving the media the okay to start reporting on it because they're building a case to get rid of Biden. And, uh, folks, I'm not making this up. You're going to watch it happen, and you heard it here first. They are they are strategizing on how they can get rid of Joe Biden. And Joe Biden, he's not going to make it hard. I mean, the man's in decline. So we already know that. Uh, but they're working an angle, I think, where where Biden can get in. They'll let him sign a few bills, and then they're gonna they're gonna give him the option: you can resign, or we're gonna take you out because of the Biden the Hunter Biden story, um, folks. I'm telling you. It's coming. And, and if the Republicans have an ounce of integrity, the establishment in Washington, uh, they will get to the bottom of this Hunter Biden thing because Biden, Joe Biden is in the middle of it. And if you're going to go after President Trump for a phone call, if you're going to make up a Russian story for four years and you're going to try to impeach, actually they impeached President Trump for a phone call, a fake, a, a fake story. Then you, by God, with all the evidence coming out about Joe Biden's connection on getting rich off of China, getting rich by his name, because allowing Hunter Biden to make introductions and be paid for it, uh, you're, you're abusing the power. I'm sorry to me. Yeah, that's probably an impeachable offense. Uh, so they're, they're coming for Biden, folks. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it, it'll be funny to watch. It will be. Um, it'll be more fun to watch if we win the Senate, if we hold the Senate. So if per David Perdue wins and Kelly Leffler wins, then, you know, it'll be lots. It'll be real fun then. Um, but uh, I'm telling you, folks, take take my word. You write down what you heard on the On Point with Victor show. Write this down. You heard it here first uh, because uh, they, they're they going to find a way to take out Biden. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised, even if the Democrats still control the House in 2022, if they haven't taken him out before then, that they may bring articles of impeachment up uh, on Biden based on the information. Because, folks, what's coming out about Hunter Biden, we know so much that still hasn't been reported yet. Um, one of the most damning or smoking guns out there is a, is one of the emails that they're even starting to report on this on CNN and MSNBC and all the other left-wing media is um, there's an email from Hunter Biden about uh, the offices that they opened um, and the who got keys to the office. And Joe Biden is mentioned, Jill Biden is mentioned, and some bigwig commie Chinese connected, uh, a business China, China. <laughs> let me slow down. A Chinese businessman who is connected to the communist government of China. He was part of this office that, that uh, Hunter Biden put together. So they were funneling money in. They had an office set up. And who had keys for the office? 
Joe Biden, Jill Biden, and the commie. The communist Chinese businessman. Why do you think that is, folks? Why do you think? Why does Joe Biden, who says he never discussed business with Hunter Biden, I never discussed his international business dealings. I don't know anything he's doing. That's what he was saying, folks, not just a year ago. And then in the past few months, what is he saying? I'm proud of my son. So proud of Hunter. Well, folks, if he didn't know anything that was going on in his business, then why did he have a key? Why were they included in this office that was opened to to funnel this money from China? Folks, how does a guy like Hunter Biden become very, very wealthy? How does Joe Biden, who's never had a job in his life other than government, how does he get so wealthy? Joe Biden doesn't live in a 1,500-square-foot house. Joe Biden has a 10,000-square-foot house, and he doesn't just have one of them. How does he do that on a government salary, folks? Start asking yourself these common-sense questions. I don't care if you're married to the letter D. I don't care if you've been told that you have Democrat blood in you and you must vote Democrat because it's all BS. Same goes for for Republicans. You shouldn't have Republican blood. You shouldn't um, blindly vote for an establishment Republican. Uh, Trust me, we've got to get rid of them. The, The only people that I would like you to vote for are good conservative libertarian type candidates, people who put the Constitution first, candidates who put the independence first, candidates who put freedom first. That's who we should vote for. Um, but but listen to – I mean you've got to start asking yourself questions. If you, if you are married to the letter D or the establishment Republicans, start asking how these political people who are supposed to serve you, they serve government, they serve the people – on government salaries, how they end up with multi-million dollar mansions. How do they end up with being millionaires and billionaires? How does Bernie Sanders, this socialist of all socialists, how does he get away with telling you he's a socialist and he's for the people, but yet he's a multi-millionaire with no less than three houses? He doesn't want you. You don't deserve one house. But he gets to have three. You don't deserve to fly in a private jet. But Bernie Sanders doesn't go to lunch without being on a private jet if he's going out of the out of D.C. So I'm telling you, folks, the the politicians that are the establishment, the establishment Washington politicians, they are no friend to the American people. <laughs> They're no friend to the voter. So um, I, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's happened, but we were supposed to have David Schaefer by now, so um, hopefully he's uh, going to call in here soon. If you're if you're out there listening, um, if if you are on the Schaefer team and you're listening, the number is well, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do that. But they know my email and they can see the number because I sent it to them. So David Schaefer, if you're out there, we're still waiting for you to call in. <laughs> so. All right, I just got that evil eye from uh, Legendary Dave, so uh, I'm gonna keep uh, keep moving on. <laughs> so anyway, folks, look, let me get into some. Gosh, you know, I, I let me do this. I I know that that you know I mentioned it in the first segment that many 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 voters in Georgia are angry. Um, we 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 had for, for let's just talk Georgia. 
because I've seen the data in Georgia, and um, I, I so I can't speak for Pennsylvania. I can't speak for Michigan, Wisconsin, where we know the mail-in voting was was a lot. There's a lot of fraud there. You can't deny it. You may not be able to prove it. Because once they open these ballots and get rid of the the envelopes, folks, you're not going to be able to prove the fraud. That doesn't mean that there wasn't fraud. So we must, must, must put a stop to the fraud. And any fraud that happened, now I'm going to speak for Georgia, state of Georgia. We as citizens of the state of Georgia must hold every every elected official's feet to the fire because we must demand that any fraud gets prosecuted. Now, I mentioned before we had inmates voting in the state of Georgia, and that's, that is a fell. That's illegal. That has to be prosecuted and stopped. And whoever's enabling, you know, if a felon is in prison and they're voting, that means that there's an apparatus there being run by the Democrat Party to get these people and allow them to vote. That's got to be stopped. They've got to be prosecuted. They've got to be investigated. Um, let's start appointing some special counsels. Let's start, you know, the Democrats love the special counsel. So let's start appointing them. Let's get some investigations going across the board to investigate the fraud. Because whether, again, I, I happen to be on the side that I don't think, at least in Georgia, that I don't think fraud was enough to give Biden the win. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't prosecute and stop fraud. If we allow fraud to go on, then at some point we are going to get to the point where fraud's able to, able to flip the election. Um, look at the national, like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. With mail-in voting, you can't tell me that didn't tip the scales. I do believe that, <laughs> that I'm sorry, but I think fraud played a part in that. But how do we fix it, folks? How do we fix it? We can't not get bogged down in the emotion of anger. The emotion of anger is is not a good emotion, folks. It really isn't. And if we allow ourselves to to get dug in or if we dig that hole of anger, then we're not going to come out of it in time to make a difference. What we have to do now is decide what can we do going forward. How do we save this great, great, wonderful country? Folks, this country survived eight years of Obama. We can survive eight years of Biden. But we can't give up the Senate. We can't give Biden a two-year head start. And what I mean by that is, look, in 2022, I think we're going to win the House. And I think we'll take more seats in the Senate. But we've got to get to 2022. And if we lose the Senate now, that means Biden's going to have two years of total control. And he can do a lot of damage. Look, Obama in two years, look at the damage he did with Obamacare. And he rammed Obamacare through a process called reconciliation. And that is what Joe Biden is going to do if we allow him to have control of the Senate. If we allow David Perdue to lose, and if we allow Kelly Perdue to lose, uh, <laughs> Kelly Leffler <laughs> to lose, then Biden's going to have control of the Senate. And if Biden has control of the Senate, the Democrats, well, let me put it this way. If the Democrats have control of the Senate, they're going to use reconciliation. With a snap of a finger, they're going to use reconciliation. And they are going to push gun programs, and I mean a tax on guns and a tax on everything else they can tax. They're going to do it through reconciliation so they can start to come after the guns. They're going to try and make AR-15s illegal, and they're going to do it by reconciliation. And it is a budgetary process. I won't get into the minutia of it, but if you want to, you can look up budget process reconciliation. And you can see how back in uh, 20, oh gosh, 08, 2010, somewhere before the 2010 elections that Obama, how he ran through Obamacare. They did it through reconciliation process.
if we give the Democrats the control of the Senate, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to they're going to use the reconciliation budgetary process, and they're going to go after the guns. They're going to go after a slew of things. I'll I'll uh, actually let me. Let me find in my list of stuff what they're going to do. Let me, you know, this will be a good way, good segment into the Biden agenda, the coming Biden agenda. Uh, if we give control of the Senate to the Democrats, then the then the Biden administration, the, the, well, first the Senate will use the reconciliation to get through a, a gun tax. And then the Biden administration will start working on a slew of other things. And, and, and this is just an example. Uh, bye bye to new AR-15s. Because they're going to come out, they're going to go after the wep- the assault weapons ban. They're going to try and ban those again. And do not think for a second that Joe Manchin in West Virginia is going to save the Republicans. There's no such thing as a moderate Democrat, folks. Not in today's Democrat Party. The Democrat Party stays together. The one attribute they have, which I I, I guess you could call it an attribute, or you could call it something good, is they stick together. The Democrat Party is a, lives in fear of Pelosi and Schumer and, and, and the rest of the dingbats on the far left. So that party, today's Democrat Party, is a far left radical party. So if they get control, Joe Manchin's not going to save the Republicans. Joe Manchin, all he'll do is say, well, if you give me enough money to take back so I can go back to West Virginia and I can tell them, look at all the money. Forget about the guns we're, we're, we're compensating. Forget about the guns we're making illegal over here. Look at all the money that I'm bringing West Virginia. That's what Joe Manchin will do. Joe Manchin won't break from the Democrats and save the Republicans. Joe Manchin won't break from the Democrats and save the Second Amendment. Joe Manchin will just pull as much money as he can out of the Democrats and they will give it to him so he can run and say, forget about losing the Second Amendment over here. I I got all this money for you right here. That's what he's going to do, folks. That's what he's going to do. And, and Joe Manchin's not up for re-election in 2022. So he's not going to save the Republicans. There are no Democrat moderates that will save the Republicans. There are no Democrat moderates that's going to save the Second Amendment. The only way to save these things are to get out and vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler and make sure the Democrats do not control the Senate. That's what we can do. So let me just go down this list. Let me tell you just from what Biden has said, what Biden and and Kami Harris, Kamala Harris, what they've said in the past few months, if they get total control, say bye-bye to AR-15s. We've already talked about that. Say hello to a gun tax. I, I briefly touched on that. Folks, Through the reconciliation process, they can impose a gun tax, a heavy gun tax, where they can say, if you own an AR-15, you're going to be taxed for it. If you go buy an AR-15, until we can outlaw them, we're going to tax them. And if they put egregious taxes on them, their their goal is to make it so you can't, so the common American can't afford an AR-15. That's what they're doing. Then they're going to tax ammo. So that the common American cannot afford to buy ammo. So this is coming. Then a carbon tax is coming. They'll push through a carbon tax, folks. They'll tax the you-know-what out of fuel because they don't want you driving anymore. They don't want you to have the luxury or the choice to decide on how far you can drive. They've already been able to get you to stop flying, folks. They have scared you so much 
uh, about the um, Corona Wuhan COVID virus. They've scared you so much that they've got you to stop flying. Uh, a big majority of you have stopped flying. Now they're going to get you to stop driving. Folks, they want you in your home. They want you to sit down, shut up, be in your home, only go out for the necessities. But actually, they don't want you to even do that. They want to put more money into their, uh, their, their voters. Well, not their voters. Their coffers, their campaign coffers. The people who fund the Democrat Party are the elite wealthy people. And that's the Amazons. That's the Apples, the Facebooks, the Googles. Folks, the Republican Party is not the party of the rich. The Democrat Party is the party of the rich. And the people who got Biden elected are the Amazons, the Apples, the Facebooks, the Googles, and all those techies out there. And those uber-rich people fund the Biden campaign. They fund the Democrat agenda. So what Biden's going to do is he's going to pay homage to them. So what the Democrats, what do they want? They want lockdowns. They want you stuck in your home. They don't want you flying. They don't want you driving. They want you ordering everything off Amazon or Facebook Market or or, or any other tech company out there. That's what the Democrat agenda is, folks, and this is not hyperbole. Just look around you. Look how your life has changed because of a virus. Now, I am not saying the virus wasn't dangerous. But, folks, the virus isn't as dangerous today as it was six, seven, eight, nine months ago. We have therapeutics now, and we have two vaccines. That's, I'll get to that later. That's a whole other topic to get to. The incredible, incredible development of these vaccines. So, folks, we got through the Spanish flu with no vaccines. We got through Ebola with no vaccines. We got through H1N1 with no vaccines. But you were told we couldn't get through the Wuhan coronavirus without a vaccine. And then what happened? We got not one, but two vaccines. So now what are the Democrats doing? They're doubling down. Forget the vaccines. We can't get it out fast enough. So what does that mean? We've got to put you back into perpetual lockdowns. We've got to put you back into perpetual state of fear. Folks, that's what they think about it. You've given up air travel. You've given up Thanksgiving. You're about to give up Christmas because they tell, they're telling you, you have to cancel Christmas or you'll be a super spreader. You can't go to church. You can't worship because you'll be a super spreader. You can go protest. You can go take over a city block and call it uh, your your Chad area, the Republic of Chad, the Republic of Antifa, the Republic of BLM. You can do that, and you're not a super spreader. But if you try to live your life according to the Constitution, if you exercise your independence, if you exercise your freedom, you're a super spreader. If you try to go and, 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 and worship, you're a super spreader. If you try and, and, and go out there uh, and just live your life and be with your family, you're a super spreader. You see, folks, you are already changing your life because, folks, you know the old story about the frog and the, and the water, boiling water? If you just put the frog in the pot and bring the water to to boiling very slowly, the frog will never know he's being cooked. And that's what your establishment government is doing to you right now. Your Democrats out there, these, these radical Democrats who love power, they're taking away your freedoms little by little in the hopes that you won't recognize it until it's too late. Now, are you going to let it be too late, folks? 
Are you going to let your freedom and liberty go? Are you going to keep giving away more and more of your civil liberties in the name of security? Are you going to keep doing that? Because eventually you're going to get to the point where you've got all this perceived security and zero civil liberties left. Do you want to get to that point? Now, folks, look, I am not using hyperbole. I've said it before. And I'm not trying to be a a conspiracy theory whatever. I am telling you what you can see right in front of your eyes. You just look and see how your family has changed. When was the last time the grandparents got to see the grandkids? When was the last time you took your kids out to certain places that you used to go to all the time? When was the last time you took a vacation? When was the last time you were able to enjoy a, a good a good get-together? You're making changes because government is telling you to make these changes because they have put the fear, so much fear in you that some of you out there still think that you're going to die instantaneously if you catch the Wuhan 19. Folks, there are millions and millions and millions of people out there who have had this virus and don't even know it. Because if you're in an age group, this virus just isn't going to affect you that much, that bad on the whole. Now, I'm not talking about everybody, but we know this. And now we already know, hey, look, for the average person, the survival rate from COVID-19 is over 99%. And now we have, because of therapeutics and because of the vaccines that are coming, the survival rate, if you're over 70 is over 94, 95%. Folks, we've made huge inroads. There is no no longer the need to live in fear. But yet the Democrats are doubling down. Democrats that are control uh, control of cities are shutting them down because they want you in perpetual fear. They want you in these perpetual lockdowns because that means more power for them. And then they can start controlling every aspect of your life because if you fear enough, then you'll continue to let go of your civil liberties. Folks, listen, I, we can't do it. You know, Ben Franklin, he had lots of good quotes, but one of them was basically, if you allow yourself to be a sheep, the wolf will eat you. And folks, that's true every time. The more sheepish you become, the more power the wolves have. And the wolves will not hesitate to eat you, the sheep. And right now, the politicians are the wolves and we the people are the sheep. Because the more civil liberties you give away, the more that wolf is going to come and eat you. That wolf is taking a bite. And then they're going to take another bite and another bite and another bite. And pretty soon, you ain't got nothing left. That's what's happening, folks. And and, and I, I'm telling you, we, we cannot sit back and let this continue. So when I tell you what the Biden agenda is, folks, it is no secret. You can go do your own research and see what Pelosi and what Schumer and, and what AOC and, and Sanders and Biden and Kami Harris, you can see what they have in store for you. They want to come after your guns. They want to get rid of the Second Amendment. They want to pack the courts. They want a gun tax. They want an overbearing ammo tax. They want a carbon tax. They want a fuel tax. Folks, a majority of you are working from home now, so you're not driving as much. You know what's going to happen? The gas tax revenue going into the government is falling, falling, falling. So they're going to figure out another way 
to tax your fuel. They're going to tax the car in your driveway. They're going to tax your tag. They're going to find ways to do this. Never underestimate the Democrats' ability to tax. All right, folks, we're going to get to another break. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I'm your host, Dr. Hal. Every week, we come to you with the information that you need so that you will be prepared to advocate for your family and for yourselves when it comes to your health care. God forbid we get Ossoff and Warnock in the Senate, and the left gets what they want, which is a majority in Congress and the White House. First of all, health care will be more expensive. There initially will be a public option. The government will run it. They will be initially very inexpensive, and it will drive commercial payers out of the health care market. Then the choices will disappear. The only insurer out there will be the federal government, and that's when we get a single payer. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, folks, we are back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I have not heard from David Schaefer, folks. Um, my apologies. We were supposed to have David Schaefer calling in today, and hopefully he can call in. We've still got time. David, if you're out there, um, call in. We've still got time. Um, you know, I had some questions I was going to ask him. Look, David Schaefer is the chairman of the GOP in Georgia. And, and you know, to his credit, he's been fighting on behalf of, of President Trump. Um, he was on CNN uh, not, not too long ago. And, uh, you know, my advice to David is probably don't go back on CNN. But actually, maybe go back. Go on as many times as you can. Maybe we can we can get some truth out there. But I know David went on CNN and, and he tried to point out that, yeah, there was fraud in Georgia. And uh, CNN was just, you know, they ended up cutting him off. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've i got some good advice on how Republicans, if they can get on CNN, how to approach this this fraud thing and 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 maybe maybe make a, a, a better point. But uh, but look, David was on. I give him credit. He went on CNN. He, he tried to he tried to talk and they ended up cutting him off. So uh, it's crazy, but uh, but I, I wanted to get in and into a conversation with David and talk about the GOP and talk about what they're doing in Georgia and how they're helping uh, Kelly and, and and David and how we have to we've we've got to win the Senate seat. We've we've got to get behind David Perdue. We've got to get behind Kelly Leffler. And I know David Schaefer is um, uh, again. He's the chairman of the GOP in Georgia, and I was really hoping to have him on. So look, maybe there was a problem and he couldn't get on. If he can't call in today, we'll try. And set it up for next week, uh, but um, look, I I can't speak for David Schaefer, but I am positive that he is one hundred percent behind David Perdue and one hundred percent behind Kelly Leffler, and I know David is out there pushing the Republicans to get out and vote. We're pushing the the Trump voter to get out and vote. I cannot stress it enough if you're in Georgia. And look, to my listeners out in Pennsylvania and 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 California and New York and everywhere else. Um, 
look, this matters to you. I know I'm talking a lot about Georgia, but this matters to you. This matters to the country because if we lose this, lose the Senate, everybody in this country is going to pay the price. And uh, David, looks like you have a, and this is legendary, Dave. It looks like you have something to say. Yeah, I'd just like to carry your thought one one more step, and uh, this is strictly my opinion, my radio station, so you can take it for what it's worth, folks, but I, quite frankly, am ashamed of the Republicans, and if it's your guest's fault, then so be it. Uh, they're not, you know, and I, I think this was part of uh, Trump's problem with with. Uh, the fraud and everything else in in Georgia, but I don't see the Democrats are we're outworking the Republicans many mm-hmm. times over. And somebody, you know, it's like when Bush lost to Clinton. I didn't well before the election. I was saying. He's not Bush isn't working. You know, he came back or came out of Kuwait saying, "Well, I've won a war, so everybody's going to vote for me." Mm-hmm. Well, that ain't necessarily how it worked, was it? Uh, read my lips, and he blew <laughs> that. Whoever, right. whoever told him to do that. And my concern is that the Republican Party has lost leadership and. Uh, their ability to dance they don't have a have anybody coordinating anything that works and they you know someplace the republicans came up with well we'll just throw enough money at it and we'll win well that ain't going to work folks and it's Mm -hmm. not working hey trump proved that yeah and i i don't care how many damn brochures you put on my hang on my door stick in my mailbox Yes, I'm going to vote. I don't need you, your garbage spending that way. And, and uh, you know, somebody needs to be a choreographer. And mm-hmm. I think that's been missed by the Republicans for years now. Well, David, I mean, you make a good point, and I've, you've heard me talk about this. The ground game, and, and I can say this from, from a Hispanic point of view, because the ground game that Democrats have, the, the way they get out into not just social media, but I mean on the ground at different events, whether it's neighborhood walks or, or they're going to Plaza Fiesta, wherever they're going, they, they get out and they put the fear into – and I'll just use the Hispanic population as an example. They put the fear and they put all these lies about trying to scare them into vote for Democrats. And the Republican Party, I have been screaming at the top of my lungs since 2010 that they've got to do a better job. They've got to get out and the, the outreach. Now, President Trump probably has – in fact, not probably – I know a lot of his team has done fantastic in reaching out to the minority, say Hispanics and the black vote. Um, but the GOP, the GOP has got to do a better job, David. And, and you, you, your point is spot on. Uh, the ground game. What you can spend? Why would you spend all this money when you know you know David, legendary Dave, is is going to vote Republican? Um, you can even look at me for the past few elections, and you know that I am going to vote. And you've just listened. You know I'm going to vote Republican. You can look at my voting record. You can look at David's. You can look at if you're you know every campaign looks they when they go to a district or a state. 
They look at voters. They look at the voting rolls, and they can see who is a hard Republican, a soft Republican, a moderate, a hard Dem, a soft Dem. They can see that. They can see it in the data. And, David, to your point, the Republican spends how much thousands or thousands of dollars on sending you and me postcards to vote Republican? I don't need them to – it's just as you mentioned. You don't need them to tell you to vote and how to vote. What they need to do is an outreach, spend that money hitting the Democrats. When when Warnock and the Democrats send out something telling – continuing to lie, saying that Leffler profited off of COVID-19 and that Purdue profited off of it. Um, actually, they're saying they profited off the people. Kelly uh, Kelly Leffler and David Boy, David Perdue's wife's going to be mad at me. Um, David Perdue and Kelly Leffler, Leffler, they didn't reach out and take money from the American citizen. And this is basically what the Democrats are trying to tell. This is what Warnock is saying and what Ossoff is saying. It is a complete lie. So why doesn't the, the Republican, the GOP – Put some of your money and and going directly to the Democrat households, whether it's through postcards, mailers, or through TV ads. Go directly to the Democrat voter and say, "Look, I understand you're a Democrat voter, but let's tell. Let me tell you what's at stake. Here, here is a lie, and show the lie in their own words, in Warnock's own words. Um, look, Warnock." You, the Republican Party could go to the Jewish community and show videos of Raphael Warnock trashing the Jewish people, trashing Israel. Um, folks, I have Jewish background, so I can talk to this too. Warnock is an anti-Semite. Warnock, in his own words, this can be shown. So go to the Democrat Jewish voters and and put ads out showing Warnock saying in his own words that there can be no peace in Israel, that Jerusalem was moving the embassy to Jerusalem was Jerusalem was a mistake. That uh, uh, look at what he said about um, um, oh my gosh the the prime minister of uh, Israel in a, Netanyahu. Netanyahu. <laughs> right. any, anybody that would support the jerk that says he's a reverend he's not any more of a reverend than i am uh, you know i may hold yeah. my own services in my office but you know when he is a protege of that piece of garbage in alabama right yes jeremiah right there's another right there david you know, oh, right there i mean he there's, is there's video of of warnock praising jeremiah right yeah and, and yeah. you know both of them mm-hmm Ossoff and that Revan. Revan, yeah, yeah, a big Revan. Okay, I go to the same brick wall. That, yeah. Anyway, anybody, as far as I'm concerned, that condones and supports abortions mm-hmm. and choice, or whatever they well. want to call it. <laughs> Is when they when they support long term abortion or full late term, term late term or yeah. late term mm-hmm. abortions. Hey, but he calls himself a reverend. Yeah, is a murderer. <laughs> hey, he will, he will tell you not to go kill a criminal, but because capital punishment is bad. <coughs> but then he will turn around and tell you you can kill babies. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. And and I don't care where you land on which side you're landing on on that issue. How can you support or allow Warnock to get elected? How can you sit at home and not vote and let Warnock, who says he's a reverend, 
but will advocate late-term abortions. It just doesn't jive. And this is also a man, and, and folks, you know how dear the military is to my heart. You know how dear the military is to legendary Dave's heart. And this Warnock is out there telling people that you cannot be a man of God or a person of God. You can't worship God and also be in the military. He's wow. basically saying you can't support the military or join the military and, and also believe in God. We're also changing that here at America's Web Radio, and that's through our Veterans Praying for Veterans. The J. Roy Ritchie Memorial for Veterans Praying for Veterans is going over very well. We've got, you know, well, if you hadn't been there and done that, then you don't know what I'm talking about. But veterans have raised their hand and given to you and made it safer, let, letting idiots like on the Democrat Senate side speak. They've got their freedom because of veterans. And if I had my way, I'd take... <laughs> every one of the idiots out of it. But anyway, uh, so go to our website, and if you know, if you're a veteran and you're in need of prayer, or if you know a veteran that is, no matter what their problem is, what they're suffering from, anything, uh, send us their name, and uh, we'll do it just like I'm about to do it right now. And uh, these people, we've had people send in these names. Uh, Peter Manfrey uh, was a Marine and has continual and is recovering from cancer. We also uh, want to mention Larry Kenyon, and uh, Larry is from, he was uh, in the Air Force, and... Uh, He's continuing after 31 years, continuing to suffer from uh, damages that were caused to his body in uh, the Gulf War. So, wow. and we've got more and more that are coming into us that mm. need prayer, and we ask that you and, say a quiet prayer for them. Right, and we need to do that. And uh, and folks, <laughs> I have got to apologize. Um, David Schaefer is coming on. He's going to call in at 2.15, so continue to listen. Uh, f- listen to the next hour. David and I are going to do a special hour. I made the mistakes, ladies and gentlemen. This was not David Schaefer's fault. Um, I made the time. I did that time wrong. He is scheduled for 2.15. He's going to call in today. Folks, this is my fault, and I am not afraid. You know me. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. This is 100% my fault. David Schaefer will be calling in today at 2.15. So so continue to listen. Listen to the special hour coming up uh, from from uh, <laughs> from 2 to 3. So, uh, But anyway, uh, look, what David was talking about, prayers for veterans, is so important, and, and it just takes me back to how important it is to vote vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. We cannot allow somebody like Warnock, who, who Warnock does not appreciate the military. Warnock doesn't give two licks about veterans or the military. You just w- look up his videos and you can hear it in his own words. And folks, look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. We cannot allow a radical like Warnock. Warnock is an anti-Semitic. War- Warnock trashes the Jewish people. He trashes Israel. He trashes the military. He he trashes good American people. If you are a Christian, he doesn't like you either. Because apparently you can't support the military and God at the same time. That is all according to Warnock. I am not making any of this up. Legendary Dave is not making any of this up. Uh, 
we cannot afford. I, and again, if you're a Democrat out there and you own a gun and you think you, you, you suddenly enjoy the Second Amendment, you cannot vote for Raphael Warnock. You have to vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. Now, Kelly Leffler, look, I, I know she still has a lot to prove, but so far she's done pretty darn well. And Kelly Leffler is going to protect your Second Amendment. I don't care uh, establishment versus whatever, whatever. She's going to protect the Second Amendment. I know she will. She's not going to let your taxes get raised. She's going to fight for lower taxes. Warnock is not going to do any of that. Kelly Leffler is going to defend the military veteran and the military. Warnock is not going to do that, and neither will also. Okay, folks, that's all we got time for today. We are going to end the show right here, right now. So stay tuned. Come back next week. We'll have more. Stay tuned, though, for the next hour. We're going to have a special show for uh, myself and Legendary Dave. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Web Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Hal. Every week we come to you with the information that you need so that you will be prepared to advocate for your family and for yourselves when it comes to your health care. God forbid we get Ossoff and Warnock in the Senate and the left gets what they want, which is a majority in Congress and the White House. First of all, health care will be more expensive. There initially will be a public option. The government will run it. They will be initially very inexpensive, and it will drive commercial payers out of the healthcare market. Then the choices will disappear. The only insurer out there will be the federal government, and that's when we get a single payer. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, look, normally this is go. This would be locked and loaded with Roger B. But locked and loaded with Roger. <laughs> uh, Roger B. Um, is a little under the weather today. No, he doesn't have the Wuhan coronavirus. He's not drinking Corona. He doesn't have Corona. Um, he's doing just fine. Uh, but uh, he, he is going to be out today. So. Um, we're going to do another hour here of uh, On Point with Victor slash Locked and Loaded. You know, I, I love to talk about guns. In fact, I've got a good subject that we can start with today uh, that's that's on the subject of guns. Um, this question has come up from, from, a, a, from a few listeners as well as a colleague of mine. And the question was, um, if I have a, a, a young preteen or teenager and I want to get them into gun. I, I, I want to get them into guns. Uh, I want to teach them. Well, let me rephrase that before Media Matters jumps all over my you-know-what and the Democrats. I've got people that say I, I want to teach my kids proper gun safety and or my child wants to get into hunting. So let me word this better because if I don't, the Democrats and Media Matters are going to jump all the way down our throats and accuse us of, you know, 
get putting guns in kids' hands. <laughs> so, um, but but let me let me get into this because this is a good it's a good question. Um, what do you do when when you're when you know if you're a gun enthusiast and you're a target shooter like myself or maybe you're a hunter like my nephews you know i i trained my nephews when my nephews got into the teenage years um i taught them first gun safety uh and what i did was i brought some of my guns over uh we 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 dismantled the gun we we looked we did everything to that they needed to learn about a gun, we taught them. And, and then I went from there to teaching the going out to the range and going out to some shooting places and some property that, uh, we had with some friends had. And, uh, I taught them how to shoot. I taught them how to breathe. We, you know, how to hit a target. Um, these are all things to teach. And I did it for my nephews. And now my nephews are avid hunters. I myself, I don't, I, I don't hunt. I, I, I'm just, I'm just not a hunt, a hunter. I never got into it. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, I love me some good fresh bacon <laughs> and I'll go take out a boar or two. Um, should anyone have property and have the need to get rid of some boars or wild pigs? Um, but I don't deer hunt and I don't do any of that. Um, but I have family that, that does, including my nephews. Um, they're avid deer hunters and anything else and they love it. But, um, and I'm so proud of them. You know, let me, let me, I'll take a minute here to give a shout out to my, uh, nephews, um, Chase Hogarth, Vincent Hogarth, Bryce Hogarth. I couldn't be more proud of them. Uh, they're, they're, they're all American boys. They're all conservative libertarians. They all believe in freedom. They believe in independence and they all love the Second Amendment because all three of them are hunters <laughs> and they, and all three of them know how to handle themselves. In fact, two of them are in the uh, Army National Guard and the third is, uh, on his way soon uh, to being an Army National Guardsman. So, Proud of them, proud of them, I am. Uh, but anyway, uh, but I, I was at that point when the, when, when my nephews reached the teenage years to where, hey, what is the good first gun to get for a, for a teenager? If, if you want to start teaching them, um, the safe gun safety and teaching them what to use and, ha- and taking them on hunting trips with you. By the way, I need to correct you on something. Uh oh. <laughs> yes. It's not the Army National Guard, it's either, it's the, Georgia National Guard or whatever state it right. is, but it's not Army National <laughs> good, Guard. Good point, Legendary Dave. And yes, they um, are part of the Alabama National Guard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then you could have um, you could have the Army Reserve. Right. That's that's <laughs> the other reserve branch. Yes. There ain't such as ain't such a yeah. It, it is something that gets the 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 state national guard. Yeah, people and, sometimes and people, say you know, army national guard. Yeah, people, people think that oh well, the president can call out the guard. No, the president no, can't call out the guard. The, it has to be the, the governor of the governor. state. The governor mm-hmm. has to request it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, no, David. Yes, thank you. Well, that's why you are legendary, Dave. Uh, but he is correct, and and uh, and and my nephews, they are part of the. Uh, Alabama National Guard. And if you're asking why, Victor, why are they part of the Alabama Guard? Well, that is because all three of them go to University of Auburn. Don't get mad at me because I know I have some Roll Tide, Roll Tide fans, and I've got a lot of UGA fan listeners out there. Um, look, don't get mad at me. That's the school they chose. And uh, so, yes, they're all, all three of them are, are at Auburn. Uh, but, uh, but again, they're, they're awesome kids. Uh, but let's get back to this. So if you find yourself right now, it's, it's, it's Christmas time. 
And it's Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. So if you're out there and you're, and you're looking to get a gift and you want the gift to be your, your teenager's first gun or, or your preteen's first gun, um, well, I've got a suggestion for you. Um, and this, this is compliments of, of Roger B. Um, you know, I don't give any gun advice without first consulting Roger B because he is a walking, talking encyclopedia for everything guns. And normally, again, you'd be hearing Roger's voice right now, but, uh, he is not, he's not here today. But, uh, anyway. So if you are out there and you're looking for that first weapon and uh, the first – let me say first gun because the Democrats get their panties in a wad when you call them weapons. Um, but let, if you're in the position you want to get a gift and you want – you're buying your, your kid a first gun, um, we here at uh, Locked and Loaded and On Point with Victor, uh, we recommend taking a look at Mossberg. Mossberg makes a really great rifle. It's called Patriot Youth. Um, you can go uh, do a duck, duck, go search. Just put in Patriot Youth rifle or put in Mossberg Patriot Youth, and you're going to find information about the Patriot Youth rifle. Um, this gun is made by Mossberg, and it's special specialized uh, for to be a first gun. Um, and this, look, I, I'm using a, a teenager or preteen as an example. But if you're out there um, and an, you're an adult, um, maybe you've been a, a liberal all your life. Maybe maybe you've been a bedwetting snowflake, but but you've seen the the light, and you're coming over to the freedom side. You're coming over to independence. You're coming over to the libertarian conservative side. And you want to get your first gun. Hey, it's not a bad idea either to start out this way. Just because it's a youth gun. Now, the size may not be the best for you, um, but, you know, if you want to start out small, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but, but this is a great, great gun. Mossberg. Patriot Youth, it's a good gun rifle rifle to you to buy as a first gun for your your, your teenager or preteen. Um, and here's the thing about the Patriot Youth, the Mossberg Patriot Youth rifle. Uh, it has adjustable stock. So having that adjustable stock as your kid grows, so grows the Patriot Youth rifle. So, it, it, you know, to an extent, I mean, this this uh, stock is adjustable. So as your child grows, you can extend in, uh, that stock, and so they can grow into that gun. That, that rifle can grow with them. So they can have it and use it for quite a while. Now, if you happen to have a um, teenager like my nephew who went from five feet to six foot four in a matter of two years, it seems like, uh, then you're going to have to graduate them to a larger gun sooner than later. But most of the average teenager, the average preteen is going to be fine with a Patriot youth rifle from Mossberg because of the adjustable stock. They're going to be able to grow. The gun is going to grow with the child. So, um, so I recommend that here. Uh, as far as caliber, um, we recommend the 243 Winchester. Uh, the 243 Winchester has got plenty of power. Look, most of the things you're going to start out hunting, um, especially if you're in Georgia, most of the things you're going to hunt in Georgia, the 243 Winchester caliber is, is plenty of power to, to take it down anything that any begin, beginning hunter is going to need to take down. Um, but the good thing about it is the 243 has a lot less recoil than a 308 or say a Magnum cartridge. So uh, uh, unless you're mad at your teen <laughs> or or you're mad at your uh you know teenager or whatever um 
don't give them the 308. Don't give them the Magnum cartridge. Uh, give them the 243. It's got a lot less recoil. Uh, again, unless you're mad at them, then give them the Magnum cartridge and, you know, let that, let that recoil pop them a few times. You know, good lessons can be learned from recoil. Um, I have a friend. I have two friends, actually, that, and David, you're, I can see you laughing because I bet you have experience with this. I have two friends that um, we uh, they they we were all shooting a fifty cal, and David, I bet you fired a fifty cal in your time. But we were all shooting a fifty cal, and look, the, I don't have to tell David, but most of your listeners, if you're gun uh, if you're gun enthusiast, you know the recoil kickback that a fifty cal is going to have, and if you position that fifty cal. And you put your <laughs> head on that sight and you move that head back when you pull that trigger, you're going to get a nice little tattoo from that scope. That 50 cal is going to leave its mark on you. And I've got two friends that will attest to that. Um, one of them drew blood and the other one just had a good mark. I don't think he drew blood, but oh my gosh, was it funny. So, so again, if you're a parent out there and you want to teach your kid a hard lesson because you're a little mad at them or maybe you got a sassy kid, well, eh, pack them a Magnum cartridge of 308 and don't teach them about recoil and let them learn the hard way. <laughs> so now I'm not advocating that. We here, we here at On Point with Victor and Locked and Loaded are not advocating that you do that. We teach safety here and we preach safety here. So, so anyway, so the other good thing about the 243 round, um, is it, most likely it's readily available at any Walmart, uh, just about any Walmart. Now, it isn't going to be ready uh, available at my Walmart because I happen to live by the what I call the Mexican Guatemalan Walmart. And for some reason, that Walmart, they don't sell ammo, um, probably because it's in the city and, and the Democrats would lose their ever-loving ever minds uh, if, if they were to sell ammo. So... <laughs> That one, but most WalMarts um, out of the cities, most WalMarts are going to have the two four three rifle round, the Winchester round, um, so it should be easy to find. Now it might cost you. Now now is not the best time to buy ammo or guns um, because the prices are exorbitant. But but hey, if you gotta have it and you want to have that gift and you want it under the tree, then go ahead and spend the money. Uh, go 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 get yourself a Patriot Youth rifle and get yourself some two four three Winchester <laughs> rounds. Um, another thing to look at is is you can look at Henry Arms. Henry Arms, man, they're fantastic. They're made in the United States, which I mean I can't stress that enough. Uh, they also have a, a an array of youth rifles. Um, if you go to Henry Arms. And just do a search on youth rifles. Uh, you're gonna, they're gonna come up a few and you're gonna have some choices, quite a few choices. And Henry Arms, again, they're, they're made in the United States, but they've got a, a nice assortment of youth rifles, uh, that you can look at. So, uh, to look, I, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. And I, I hope a lot of you are out there teaching your kids gun safety. And I hope, uh, lots of kids look, there's, there's no better bonding than, uh, just, just as, uh, when I took my nephews out to target shoot or when I took them out to learn how to ride motocross, um, it was an awesome bonding experience. So I can't think of a better bond between whether you're a father and son or an uncle and nephew, um, or a, father and 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 daughter um look i there there's no reason that your daughter can't learn gun safety and learn how to shoot in fact i would say it's almost more important for your daughter to learn gun safety so um so look do it it's out it's it's great thing to do so all right folks we um 
we're probably going to get close to the break coming up here. I want you to stay tuned because at 2.15, David Schaefer's calling in. And if you were listening to the first hour, I completely, completely uh, messed up. And it was my fault because I looked at the schedule wrong. And I thought that uh, David was coming on at 1.15, but it's 2.15. So <laughs> it was all my fault. So uh, David Schaefer will be calling in at 2.15. And we're going to get back to a discussion on why it's so important to vote for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Why is it so important that we hold the Senate? So we're going to get back to that discussion uh, here shortly. Uh, and again, um, David Schaefer will be calling in. He is the chairman of the Georgia Republican Party. So he's the Georgia GOP chairman. And uh, he'll be calling in today shortly. So we'll, we'll get into a discussion on that. And uh, in the meantime... I, you know, we'll get to, I, I want to talk about what, what, what is in store for us if we give the Democrats full control? I mean, that is something we just can't do. Um, folks, you got to ask yourself, forget about Trump hurting your feelings. Forget about Trump. Oh, you don't think he's presidential. President Trump, I wish he was more presidential. I wish he wouldn't tweet. I've heard it all. I've heard all the establishment Republicans. I've heard the never Trumpers. I've heard the Democrats. I've heard it to where it just makes me ill because you would put your emotions in front of actual policy. So I'm asking you now because the Senate is in the balance. I'm asking you now to to step back and let policy rule the day. Forget about your emotions. Forget about your hurt feelings. Don't worry about President Trump. Right now, you need to worry about the balance in the Senate. And I want you to just sit back and think the last four years. How much more money do you have in your pocket because taxes are low thanks to President Trump? How much more money do you have in your pocket because President Trump cut regulations how fantastic was the economy going and how great were you doing before china released the wuhan virus folks we were record grounds breaking records almost on a weekly basis with the economy before the wuhan virus hit so i'm telling you folks you cannot blame President Trump for the Wuhan coronavirus as much as the Democrats are trying to convince you that he that he's to blame. How can you put blame on President Trump? He didn't create that virus. China did. Trump didn't stop travel from Wuhan to anywhere else in China. China did. But where did China allow people from Wuhan to go? They allowed them to go to the United States and they allowed them to go to Europe. China knew darn well that the virus, once it left China, that it would spread in the U.S. like wildfire and it would spread across Europe like wildfire. They knew that. Folks, China may act like they're friends of yours and that they love the NBA and they love Hollywood, but they are communist. And they are always going to put the communist power first. And China was not about to sit by and continue to allow President Trump to kick their tail because that's what President Trump was doing. China hasn't been put in their place for years. The Bushies didn't do it, the Clintons didn't do it, and the Obamas didn't do it. For damn sure didn't do it. But President Trump came along and he put a stop to China's crap. China's been stealing intellectual property for years. He stole intellectual property with the Bushies. He stole it with the Clintons, and he stole it with the Obamas. But President Trump came in and put a stop to it. And and President Trump 
was bringing manufacturing back to the United States, that none of that was good for China. There is no way on God's green earth that China wanted President Trump to be reelected. And by releasing this virus, again, whether they created it on purpose or not, I don't know. But the fact is, it came. the Wuhan virus came from China, and China allowed it to leave. And they allowed it to leave because they wanted to put a stop to the United States economy. They wanted to stall the economy out, and they wanted to give the Democrats a chance to win, and that's what they did. And this may sound like conspiratorial uh, stuff to you, but, folks, it's just common sense. We know the virus originated in China, Wuhan. We know the lab that it came from. We know that it got out. Now, again, did it? was it released on purpose? I don't know. Was it created on purpose? Don't know. And I'm not going to make accusations. I'm only going to deal with what we do know. I'm only going to deal with the facts that we know. And we know the virus came out of Wuhan province. We know that the Chinese communist government stopped immediately when they saw there was a virus outbreak. They stopped travel from out of Wuhan to any other province in China. But they allowed people to leave Wuhan to go to the United States, and they allowed them to go to Europe. They made a conscious decision to allow this virus to spread to the U.S. and to spread to Europe. You don't know this because CNN's not going to tell you. MSNBC's not going to tell you. ABC, NBC, PBS, CBS, none of them are going to tell you this. But you can look it up for yourself, and you can find the facts are there. The virus came from Wuhan. The Chinese Communist government allowed it to leave and allowed it to reach the United States and allowed it to reach Europe. And they did that for a reason. Because once the United States had to start fighting a virus, then the eyes are off the economy. In fact, look, it worked better than China could have ever dreamed. You know, China could have been thinking, hey, look, we'll let a few people go. The virus will spread. They'll deal with it. It'll slow things down. They probably never dreamed that we would shut down our own economy. They probably never dreamed we would do these crazy lockdowns. But we did. And we crushed the best economy we've seen in decades and decades and decades. You can't put that at the feet of President Trump. You cannot. If you do, then you're not being honest with yourself. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because if you put that at the feet like the media did and like uh, the Democrats did in order to get Biden elected, okay, well, you did it. You did it. You won. Yay for you. But now you've got to deal with Biden's agenda. You had a good economy. You had low gas prices. You had low taxes. Every family, the money they got, we're talking north of a 1000 bucks. working families, poor families. I'm talking middle-income families. All of you received extra money from the Trump tax cuts. And then when Trump dropped the corporate tax rate, look back in how many corporations gave their workers a bonus. Bonuses they didn't get to see under eight years of Obama. And then hiring started. Folks, we had more jobs. Before the Wuhan virus hit, we had more jobs in this country than we had people to fill them. And there were, there were opportunities galore. And if you didn't like the job you were in, you could go find another job and probably make more money. That's what was happening under the Trump economy. That will not happen under a Biden economy. So if you give power 
of the Senate to the Democrats, you're going to get the Obama eight years is going to come roaring back under Biden and, and Kamala Harris. You're going to have higher taxes. You're going to have regulations. They're going to stick it to small business. Folks, do I need to remind you that 80% of small business, 80% of small businesses create, no, I'm sorry, 80% of the job creation comes from small business? Well, Biden's plan is going to crush small business. Biden's tax plan hits small business very hard. Same thing happened under Obama. So you got to ask yourself, is that what you want? If you're a gun owner, do you want to lose those privileges? Do you want to lose the Second Amendment? Because that's what you're going to get if the Democrats control everything. It is imperative that we, at this point, it's imperative we have divided government. We, The Democrats control the House. And the Democrats, it looks like, is going to control the executive branch. We cannot allow the Democrats to control the Senate. Cannot allow it. So, folks, I, I, I'm not making this stuff up. You know I'm not making it up. And if you're a Democrat voter, you know I'm right. You're listening to me, and I might be making you mad, but you know I'm right. You know you like lower taxes. You know you like more money in your paycheck. You know you like more money in your wallet. You know you like lower gas prices. All of that will go away if you give the Democrats total control. So if you truly believe in divided government, then you damn well better vote for divided government. Which means you better, in, and I'm speaking to Georgia voters now, you better get out and vote for Kelly Leffler and you better get out and vote for David Perdue. And if you're out there in another state and you're writing these goofy postcards and you're, and I'm tearing them up as fast as I receive them, but if you're out there writing postcards and sending them to people like me in Georgia telling us that we need to give Democrats power, shame on you because you have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea what you're talking about and you have no idea what policy means to the American people and to what policy means to, to small business. So I'm, trust me when I'm talking to you here in Georgia. You've got to vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. So, all right, I think we're going to go to our break here. Let's take the break, and uh, hopefully I can get David Schaefer on the line, but I may have messed that one up, folks. So, But uh, stay tuned. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is the uh, On Point with Victor, Locked and Loaded. Hey, guys, it's Minister Frankie with Shine His Light Ministries. It's getting cold outside, and winter is coming. It's time to shine a little light on our friends on the street. We're collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at www.shinehislightministry.com or text 770-655-8055. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. And I'm going to step in for a minute and just remind everybody to please go to our website. Look at what we're talking about with J. Roy Ritchie Memorial 
And if you're a veteran or you know a veteran that needs prayer, then send their names in or send your name in. And uh, we'll see that on our veteran shows that your name is listed. And we're working on having veterans from all over the world praying for you. And um, a lot of veterans are don't like to admit to having problems, but there's nothing wrong with doing it and uh, I don't mind people praying for the radio station and for our program our J. Roy Ritchie Memorial Program Uh, I'll take all the prayers that I can get so with that being said we'll be returning to On Point with Victor in just a moment And we're back, folks. Welcome back. So, um, again, if you're, if you're used to hearing uh, Locked and Load with Roger B., Roger B. is out today, so we're doing a little extra hour of On Point with Victor. Um, look, I uh, <laughs> if you listen to the first hour, uh, we were going to have David Schaefer on, and I compl- folks, it's my fault. I told him 2.15 instead of 1.15, and... Uh, so now I'm hoping that he'll continue, he'll call in anyway. Uh, but if not, we'll reschedule it for later. And again, he is the GOP chairman. And look, I, I want to apologize. Uh, I know I did in the first segment, but, uh, if you're just tuning in, the reason why I'm apologizing is because I screwed up the schedule and, uh, messed up a phone call that was supposed to be coming in from, uh, David Schaefer. So we'll get that right. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry. Look, you know, I'm not perfect. I mean, I like to think I'm pretty good, but, uh, <laughs> I'm not perfect. So anyway, folks, all right. Look, I want to get into, um, not only, look, I, I, I've been telling you what's going to happen if the Democrats take control. And, and, and look, I, I'm talking to you as a Trump voter. I'm talking to you as, as, as I am part of the MAGA movement. Um, I, I am not an establishment Republican. Uh, I don't even call myself a Republican. I call myself a conservative libertarian. Um, but I am, I am part of the Trump movement and the Trump movement, we've got to move the Republican party back We've got to keep the Republican Party on track with the MAGA movement. America has to come first. Low taxes have to happen. We've got to cut spending, folks. Not Show me one establishment Republican that will ever mention cutting spending. You're not going to hear a Democrat talk about it. You're not going to hear establishment Republicans talk about it. So when I tell you that we have to band together, that we cannot be angry that Biden might be inaugurated, we can't. We can't be angry. I know there was fraud, folks. I know this. But we've got to move on because if the fraud can't be proved on a level that's going to flip the election, then it's just not going to happen. And I know many of you are afraid, are, are, are mad at the Supreme Court. You know what? Let me talk about that for a second. Look, should the Supreme Court have heard the Texas case? Yes. Yes. In fact, go read what uh, Alito and what Clarence Thomas wrote uh, about accepting that case because they made a great point. Yes, they should hear it. Whenever a state sues a state, um, original domain, uh, uh, you know, I should check with uh, Mark DeShark in New York, but, uh, or, but, but original, the originality and, and, and you lawyers out there, don't make fun of me. But, uh, it falls on the Supreme Court. When a state sues a state, it doesn't go to appellate courts. It doesn't go to these smaller courts. It doesn't go to circuit courts. It goes to this, it falls in the domain of the Supreme Court. It goes straight to the Supreme Court and then the Supreme Court 
makes the decision to 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 take the case. Now, I believe that the Supreme Court, as as does Alito and Clarence Thomas, if you read what they wrote, that the Supreme Court should have should should have taken the case to hear the case. Now, they also mentioned that that, and I forgot exactly what it said, but they also mentioned that they weren't giving standing to Texas. Um, and folks, listen, listen. Let me explain something to you. You do not want a state to be able to meddle with another state's um, election law. And what I mean by that. You don't want a state to be able to come along and say, for instance, um, your state, my state's mad because your state's not taxing your citizen enough. We don't want a precedent set where, where say, Texas can come in and tell Georgia how to run their elections or tell anyone else how to – any other state how to run their election. We don't want that to happen because if that precedent is set, then what is going to stop New York or California – from taking Georgia and Florida and Tennessee and Alabama and, and any other state to court and say, you don't tax your citizen enough. Therefore, we're suing you to make you tax your citizen more. California has an, an unbelievable, ridiculous, overbearing tax system, and so does New York. But Tennessee, they don't have an income state income tax. Um, neither does Florida. And a couple of other states don't. Uh, Georgia has relatively low taxes. Um, South Carolina does. Alabama. You know, these are all red states that have Republican governors and Republican legislatures who keep their taxes low. And, and again, Tennessee and Florida, they don't have an income tax. So let's use this as an example. Do you want California and New York? Neither does Texas, which is a great point, Legendary Dave, because if you're in Texas, listen to me now. And I know I've got listeners in Texas. You guys listen to me. Do you want the state of California and the state of New York and the state of Washington? Do you want them to get into a lawsuit together and sue Texas, sue Tennessee and sue Florida because you don't have a state income tax? Do you want them to be able to sue and go to the Supreme Court and demand that Texas enact a state income, that Florida enact a state income, that Tennessee enact a state income? Folks, you do not want this. So as much as I want Donald Trump to win, I want President Trump to be reelected, as much as I wanted that, I do not want one state to have the power to force another state to to how to run their elections or how to run their tax systems folks we we cannot have that so understand what the supreme court's done now now let me backtrack and say i do believe the supreme court should have heard the case because when you've got a grievance from state to state i think it's the duty of the supreme court to hear it now you don't have to give merit. So if Texas brings their case and say, if they say, we demand Georgia change their election law, well, then the Supreme Court has every right to throw that out, and they would have thrown that out. Now, if Texas comes to the Supreme Court and says, the people have been abused or the people have been wronged because the the there was fraud going on well that's a different that's a different aspect and and the the supreme court can hear that now the supreme court they're not going to they can't give texas the merit or ability to force georgia to change the way they do things but maybe they should hear the case so that the fraud is exposed so i know this sounds confusing and I'm trying not to get everybody down into the minutia of how everything works. 
but on the surface and on the, the what I want you to take away is is in our law precedent means a lot it, it really does it really really does and we do not want to set a precedence of allowing another state to dictate to another state on how to run their in, interior affairs let me put it that way we were set up the federalism that we have the 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 separation from the federal government into the states this form of government that we have the republic form of government republican form of government that's what it is folks you can look at the founding documents we are a republic we are not a democracy and because we are a republic because we have a republican form of government States are independent from the federal government. There are certain rights and there are certain things that the states have that the federal government cannot impose on. So you do not want, and the same, you know, I'm, I'm saying this because you do not want a state to be able to force another state to suddenly not become in, be independent. It, it, you can't. You do not want. Again. The state of Texas telling the state of Georgia how to run their election laws, just as you do not want the state of California, the state of New York, to tell Georgia or Texas how to run their tax system. You cannot have a state sue another state and interfere with that state's interior affairs. That's not I'm, – I'm, folks, just trust me. Our form of government does not allow – Purposely, for one state to meddle with the affairs of another state. That's the way our, our, our form of government is set up. Now, in Pennsylvania, and in, in my listeners in Pennsylvania, listen to me. Um, Wisconsin, you guys listen to me. Uh, in Michigan, enough of you can get together and you can file suit and you can keep filing until you get to the Supreme Court about the fraud that went on in your state. Now, the burden of proof will be on you. But you, and in Georgia, for you voters that are out there in Georgia and that you're really, really angry, and look, I know you're angry. Your grievance isn't isn't to throw Kemp under the bus or Rathlisberger, and look, don't, don't misunderstand me. Uh, I, I think we could do better than Kemp, and I think we could do better than Rathlisberger. But they can't take the blame for what happened in Georgia. They can't take total blame for what happened in Georgia. Folks, the Georgia GOP, it was on them to do signature verifications before the election. They were they could observe the the, the the signatures for the absentee, but they didn't do it. And the Trump team, they got a little bit of blame because they didn't push the Georgia GOP to do it. It wasn't Kemp's job, and it wasn't Rathlisberger's job. In fact, Rathlisberger, I believe he sent out a note to the Georgia GOP saying if anyone – blocks you from observing signature verification you report it immediately to the secretary of state office and they will make sure you get access because per the georgia state constitution the republican party has the right to observe signature verification when it comes to absentee ballots they just have to show up and they didn't show up and the trump campaign didn't push them to show up so I'm afraid right now you've got a lot of Georgia GOP people who are covering their butts and throwing Kemp and Rathlisberger under the bus. So again, did Rathlisberger fall short on what he – yes, I think he could do better, and I think Kemp could do better. But you 
can't blame them for everything that happened in Georgia because the GOP in Georgia fell short and so did the Trump campaign. Um, I, I look, I, I know some of you get mad at hearing me say that, but look, I, I, I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat things. And, and, and I shouldn't have to repeat to you, of those of you out there who know me, you know I'm America first guy. I'm a MAGA guy. I'm a Trump supporter. But I am not going to take this country down because I'm mad about the election or I'm mad at Brad uh, Rassensperger or I'm mad at Kemp. I'm not going to take this country down. No, I'm going to strap up the boots and I'm going to fight for Kelly Leffler and I'm going to fight for Senator Perdue. Now, let me say this. Let me say this because I do find it funny and ironic that the establishment GOP and the never Trumpers are begging the Trump voter to bail them out right now. Because you you have to laugh at this. The GOP, for the most part, was never behind Trump. They fought Trump. And the the um, the establishment GOP. And the the never Trumper, they fought Trump. The never Trumper is part of the reason why Biden is about to be your next president. The never Trumper can be thanked for that, partially. And now watching the never Trumpers and the G and the establishment Republicans beg the the Trump voters of Georgia to bail them out. It's kind of funny and it's kind of ironic. But I am here as a Trump voter. I am here as as part of the MAGA movement to tell you we have to bail them out. As mad as we are at the establishment Republicans for not getting behind Trump for four years, as mad as we are at the never Trumper for 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 willing to have Hillary or Biden instead of Trump, for for the never Trumpers, mad as we are at the never Trumper for trashing Trump every chance they got. Yeah, I'm mad at him too. But you know what? I have to help. I have to bail them out. Because we have to have Senator Perdue and Kelly Leffler. We have to have them win. We have to hold the Senate. So I am not going to sit on the sidelines and let my anger dictate. Look, folks. Me sitting at home and not voting is not going to teach Kemp a lesson. It's not going to teach Rasslesberger a lesson. Me not voting and allowing the Democrats to gain control of the Senate, it's not going to teach uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the never-Trumpers a lesson. It's not going to teach the establishment Republicans a lesson. No, no, no. We're not going to punish them, folks. We're going to punish ourselves. We're going to punish the American people. And we're going to lose the United States Constitution. We're going to lose freedom. We're going to lose liberty. If we allow the Democrats to take control of the Senate. So I'm begging the Trump voter, begging you, please, just as much as we support President Trump, we've got to support Purdue and Leffler. Forget about the never Trumpers. Forget about the establishment Republicans. Forget about them, folks. We've got to come together and save the Senate, keep it in the Republican hands so that we can save the Second Amendment. We can save the First Amendment. We can save freedom. We can preserve liberty. Because if we give the Democrats total control, they're going to have two years to run rock rickshot over freedoms and over liberties. And we cannot allow that. We must put up the biggest roadblock we can put up. To block Biden's agenda. And the only way to do it is to vote for Kelly Perdue and for Kelly Leffler and Kelly <laughs> David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. Oh my gosh, David Perdue's wife is gonna be so mad at me. Um folks listen. I love President Trump. I adore him. 
And I know you guys, you Trump voters also do. You love Trump and you adore him. The best thing we can do for President Trump right now is to preserve his legacy. And the only way to preserve his legacy of lower taxes, smaller government, um, the only way we can preserve his legacy, uh, peace deals in the Middle East. Come on, folks. There's peace deals in the Middle East. The Bushies didn't do it. The Carters didn't do it. The Clintons didn't do it. The Obamas didn't do it. The Bidens will damn sure won't do it. But President Trump did it. He's why we have peace in the Middle East right now. And he's why there are no new wars right now. That's President Trump. And to preserve that legacy, we've got to vote for Kelly Perdue. And we've got... (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I did it again. We've got to vote for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Oh, my gosh, the crap I am going to receive for this. Um, but, folks, we've got to get together, and we've got to vote for them. We have to. We've got to preserve, again, we've got to preserve the legacy that is President Trump. And the only way we're going to preserve that legacy is to keep control of the Senate. The only roadblock that we can put up to stop the Biden and Kamala Harris agenda is to vote for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. All right, folks, we're going to go to our next break here, but I want you to ponder that. Ponder that. So we'll be right back, and we're going to get into some more things. But, folks, I'm telling you, trust me when I tell you, Perdue got to win. Leffler's got to win. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is uh, On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hey, guys, it's Minister Frankie with Shine His Light Ministries. It's getting cold outside, and winter is coming. It's time to shine a little light on our friends on the street. We're collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at www.shinehislightministry.com or text 770-655-8055. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Now, look, folks, um, I I mentioned in the first hour, and let me do this again. Um, there is an awesome place. Look, you guys know I'm a motorcycle enthusiast as well as a gun enthusiast, as this is the normal time for Locked and Loaded. Um, but sadly, all my guns were lost in a boating accident. So any Democrats out there listening, my guns were sadly lost in a boating accident. Again, it's crazy. I don't know how it keeps happening. It's a crazy thing. Um but I was out riding this past weekend, folks, and look, I, if you're a motorcycle rider out there, I mean, um, there's nothing like it. Love it, love it, love it. And I, right now, I am enjoying the crap out of my Indian bobber. 
And, uh, folks, if you guys want to check out the new Indian line, it's amazing. Go, go, go to, uh, Indian Marietta. If you're in Georgia, go to Indian Marietta. Um, if you're not in Georgia, look up your local Indian dealer. Just an amazing motorcycle, the uh, Indian Bobber, the Scout Bobber. Uh, look at the Scout 60, the Chieftain, the Dark Horse. There's a bike for you, trust me. But uh, we were out riding, and we stopped at this place called uh, Pops. Um, oh, my gosh, Pops Coffee Shop, uh, Pops Coffee Company. So I just want to mention them real quick. It's a fantastic coffee shop, brand new. They've only been open for three weeks. It's a great motorcycle destination, great place to stop. They've got an awesome patio, garage doors that open up to the interior so you get fresh air inside or outside, um, but a great coffee shop to visit while you're out riding around on your motorcycle. And if you're not a motorcycle rider, you know what? Stop by anyway. Great people over there, great nice people. Tell them uh, Victor from On Point with Victor sent you. So that's uh, Pops Coffee Company in Roswell, Georgia, off Highway 9. Uh, don't miss it. Pops Coffee Company. All right, folks. So I have been telling you <laughs> why it's so important uh, that we come together and we we vote for Kelly Leffler, Kelly Leffler, and uh, David Perdue. Um Folks, at this point, you cannot quabble with the establishment Republicans. Don't quabble with the never-Trumpers. You know, look, when it comes down to it, we all have our right to vote for who we want, for whom we want. Um, so just remember that at the end of the day, we there are things we can fight for together. And if, and if we're going to save the Second Amendment, if we're going to stop taxes from being r- raised, if we're going to stop as much as the Biden agenda as we can, then we've got to come together and make sure we hold the Senate. Now, I know I am probably sounding as about as redundant as that other guy that's on another radio show. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. I actually love the guy. Um I'm not talking about the Godfather, man. The Godfather's the best. Um, and look, you know, now that I mentioned the Godfather, you know, if you guys are Rush listeners, he's being accused of advocating for, for, uh, Texas leaving the union. Uh, he did no such thing. He did no such thing. So you Democrats out there that are listening and all you do is get your news from, from, um, headlines off of CNN and, and blurbs from whatever your, Democrat socialist site is you're getting your news from. Russ Limbaugh said nothing of the sort. He never, not once, not ever did he uh, advocate for Texas or any state to leave the union. Never did it. Not once, not ever. So anyway, uh, but I know I may be sounding a little repetitious here when I'm trying to drive home the point of how important it is to vote for Kelly Leffler and, and, and uh, David Perdue. So what I want you to do, and I, all you listeners out there, and, and I know a lot of you are in Georgia because On Point with Victor happens to originate in Georgia. So I know all of you, a lot of you in Georgia are listening to me right now. Listen to what I want you to do. I want you to go vote. If you can early vote, do it. Early voting started yesterday in Georgia for this runoff election. If you can go early vote, do it. Um, if you can't, then go vote on Election Day. If you can't vote on Election Day, then get your absentee ballot. I think you can still get your absentee ballot. But the best thing to do is to go walk into a polling booth and go pull the lever for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Go do it. If you can early vote, go do it. Right now, we're getting our butts kicked by Democrats early voting. And we got our butts kicked by Democrats and absentee ballots. Okay, folks, I know we know this already in Georgia. 
So I'm sending out the alarm right now. Let me sound the alarm in Georgia right now. It is no big surprise that we got our butts kicked with absentee ballots, okay? That's that's the things the Democrats love to do. But we cannot get our butts kicked with early voting, and right now we're getting our butts kicked with early voting. So if you are a voter and you haven't voted, go vote for Kelly Perdue and <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Go vote. And you go, you grab a friend, you grab a family member, make it your, if you can't donate to a campaign or you already donate to a campaign or whatever, make it your, your next donation, make it be this, that you grab one or two or three friends and make them go vote with you as long as they're going to vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. Take a family member. Make sure they go vote as long as they're voting for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. And if you can go vote early, do it. Make sure you get it done, though, because we cannot afford to give the Democrats power in the Senate. And it's not just giving them power, folks. You would be sending two of the most radical senators to the Senate if you elect Warnock or if you allow Ossoff to be elected. You know, I don't have much to say about Ossoff because he's he's an empty suit. He's an empty suit. He's a trust fund baby that runs around with talking points but knows nothing. Do you want that guy to be your senator from Georgia? This guy doesn't know his head from a hole in the ground. I know I said that wrong, but I'm trying to be clean. But this guy is very wealthy. And he wants to be, he's already a wealthy elitist. He wants to be a political elitist because that's where the power lies. John Ossoff isn't going to do a damn thing for we the people. He's going to do everything for Ossoff. And he's going to be a lapdog for Schumer and for Pelosi and for Biden and for Kami Harris. So I don't have anything else to say about Ossoff. Now, when we talk about... uh Warnock. Now, I got plenty to say about Warnock because this guy is so radical and he's such an anti-Semitic. And, and you know that just and, he, and he's anti-military, folks, and he's anti-police. If you believe in law enforcement, you can't allow Warnock to be elected. You just can't. And, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. So, folks, understand, 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 understand that we must pull together. And we as Trump voters, we gotta, we've gotta save the establishment Republicans and we've gotta save the never Trumpers by getting out and voting. Listen, don't do it for them. Do it for President Trump. The only way to preserve President Trump's legacy is to not lose control of the Senate. Again, if you're a voter out there, if you're a Trump voter and you're very upset, you're not gonna punish the Republican Party by not voting, you're not going to punish them. You're going to punish yourself. You're going to punish this country. And you're going to punish President Trump. Because if you give control of the Senate to the Democrats, then Biden is going to undo everything that Trump did. The Trump legacy will be gone. And we cannot allow that to happen. We just can't. So I'm, I'm begging you in Georgia, we've got some catching up to do. The voters in Georgia, Republican voters, establishment Re- Republican voters, never Trumper Republican voters, um, MAGA voters, President Trump voters. We 
have got some catching up to do. We've got to get out and vote for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Controlling the Senate is the best we can do right now, folks. I mean, I'm sorry. The reality is that Joe freaking sleepy Biden Biden is going to be inaugurated on January 20th. Unless something crazy happens, which, hey, I'm all for it if it does. But right now, it looks like he's going to be inaugurated on January 20th, which means he's going to be president for at least a day. But then Kami Harris, Kamala Harris will be president. And how awful will that be if she has the presidency and the Democrats have the Senate and the House? It will be awful. Folks, I mean, I can just tell you again, bye-bye guns, bye-bye Second Amendment, hello taxes, hello more spending, hello state bailouts. Folks, let me talk to you people in Georgia and Florida and all these other states. Do you want to bail out New York? Do you want to bail out California? And no offense to my listeners in California and my listeners in New York, but it ain't the job of us Georgians to bail your state out. And that's what's going to happen if we give control of the Senate to the Democrats. So all you voters in Georgia, who I know many of you are angry, I know, and, and we've got some fraud that we need to prosecute, I know. But right now, the most important thing is preserving the Senate. So you've got to get out and vote. Because if we lose the Senate, we're going to not just lose President Trump's legacy, we're going to lose a lot more because when Kamala Harris takes over, whoo, folks, she thinks she can write executive order to ban guns. She thinks she has that power. But what's going to stop her? If the Democrats control the Senate, they're not going to stop her. The Democrats control the House. They're not going to stop her. They're not going to stop the Biden agenda. Only the Republicans can stop the Biden agenda. So hear me and hear me well. I mean, we're in the Christmas season, folks. I love Christmas. This is my favorite time of year. I love the Hallmark Christmas movies. I love the, the cheesy Christmas movies. I love, I can watch Elf over and over. I can watch Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase over and over and over. I love the Daddy Home movies. I love these Christmas movies. And yes, Virginia, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. In fact, I am going to take my happy butt to the theaters, AMC, because they're open in Georgia, and I'm going to go see Die Hard because that wonderful Christmas movie is on the big screen again. And there's nothing, man, watching Die Hard on the big screen is like seeing the movie for the first time. It's just awesome. And um, and look, I, I I love Christmas, but right now... How can we enjoy Christmas if we allow the Democrats to take control of the Senate? We just, we can't allow it to happen. So, folks, we're at the end of the show here. And again, um, all our best go out to Roger B. for a quick recovery. Um, folks, look, he doesn't have the Wuhan. He's doing fine. I just, I can't, I'm not going to tell you what's going on, but he's got a little injury. Um, we'll just give him our best. And uh, hope, hopefully he'll be back next week with Locked and Loaded. Uh, but this has been my pleasure to have an extra hour for the On Point with Victor show. Uh, folks, 
Get out and vote if you're in Georgia. Kelly Leffler, David Perdue, make it happen. Folks, tune in next week. We'll be back with more On Point with Victor. Thank you so much, folks. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. This has been America's Web Radio On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.